it was hugely inspirational to me. I write about everything from The King and I to Stop the World I Want to Get Off to, mm. you know, just ones that... I've had that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> ones that meant something in my history and especially to my history around gender. This is sex. Everyone gets what they want. This is sexploration. Explore. Play. This is Sexploration with Monica. Sex is proof that God loves us and wants us to have fun. Sexploration with Monica at sexplorationwithmonica.com. Cabaret, huge for me around gender. Really? Why? Well, it came out when I was 17 years old, and it was the first thing I had ever seen that had gay men in it. Mm. And it also had a woman who slept with gay men in it. Right. I wanted to be Sally Bowles. I was affecting cigarette holders and weird haircuts <laughs> for quite a while during that period of my life. I'm talking with Janet Hardy. If you're like, Janet, it sounds familiar. She started Greenery Press, and then she's got a new press that I'll tell you about in a minute, and it's actually kind of got an interesting name. Janet Hardy was the co-author with Dossie Easton of a bunch of different books. The Ethical Slut, The Topping Book, The Bottoming Book. You wrote one in the Toy Bag series, Canes and Caning. Yes, the Toy Bag Guide to Canes and Caning. Also, The Sexually Dominant Woman, and something that sounds very compelling, Sex Disasters and How to Survive Them. Yes, that one I actually co-authored with Dr. Charles Moser, and we had more fun writing that book because we, we wanted it to be funny. Nothing we funner it to be than like, a sex disaster well, except for when it actually happens. Exactly so. It's, it's, well, reading about somebody else's disasters is always fun. Right, <laughs> and right. So, um, and so you talk about stuff when like people end up in the hospital, how to avoid that. Yeah, everything from I can't get this cock ring off right. to the police are at my door Oh no. to my cat swallowed a used condom. Oh. Which were all stories that we had heard from people. <laughs> and we interviewed veterinarians and attorneys and EMTs and cops and just got input from all different people who would have answers to what do you do when the key breaks off in the handcuff lock. Oh. We talked to a locksmith about that one. Yeah, that's important. Yeah. Those are See, these are important questions. And she has a new book out. It's called Girl Fat. What's Girl Fag about? Girl Fag, A Life Told in Sex and Musicals. And it's a memoir. I call it a memoir and more. It's about my life as a female-bodied woman who has always loved and identified with and wanted to be um, gay men. Mm-hmm. And Most of my friends in high school were gay men. Yes. And, you know, we all did musicals and theater. Mm-hmm. And There's a lot more girl fags in the world, <laughs> I'm, I'm finding, yeah. uh, than, than a lot of people realize. I, and I don't know exactly why a lot of women who feel queer, who understand themselves in the queer context, but who are still primarily drawn to men, that's what they are. They're, they're drawn to gay men. Totally. Mm. And especially with all the gentleness and flamboyance and fun that is part of gay culture. And, and also and sexiness. Over yeah. sex. If you want to be a highly sexual woman, you're going to have a hard time learning that from other women. It's easier yes. now than it was when I was young. Yeah. Um, but mostly... And learning it from straight men is sometimes difficult as well. Oh, yes. <laughs> straight men ha- tend to have their own agendas. Yes. Um, and gay men sometimes do but less often right and they're they're, they're not necessarily trying to have sex with you no necessarily no the the part that i was just reading (laughs) earlier today was about flirting with gay men and the difference that it makes when sex is not necessarily the first thing on the table and how much better you can flirt when you can just flirt for the sake of flirting and then if sex happens so much the better but uh it's it's not 
the same thing as it is flirting with a straight man. Right. And you told me that you were compelled to put musicals in the book, even though... I I wrote the book when I was in my master's program, my my MFA, and I kept writing parts of the book and musicals kept showing up in it. So eventually I just threw up my hands and said, okay, this is a book about sex and musicals. Right. There's a part where I talk about, I came into our world, our sex-positive world, after 15 years in a heterosexual vanilla marriage. And I'm talking about, there's a picture of me late in that marriage. My kids are leaning on, you know, it's a standard portrait, studio portrait. My husband's standing behind me. I'm wearing a nice cashmere dress and jewelry, and I'm wearing my hair half an inch long and cut in spikes. You can look at the picture and just see me bursting. Mm -hmm. Going back and forth between the two worlds. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I put in the book is uh, musicals are the art form of anybody who's ever lived a lie. Bursting into song is bursting. Right. And that's, that's really where I found the connection. Interesting. So this is actually sort of related to the reason that you didn't use your real name when you first released The Ethical Slut. You yes. used the name Catherine List. Correct. Um, at the time that actually the first editions of The Bottoming Book, The Topping Book, The Ethical Slut, and still When Someone You Love is Kinky because we haven't done a new, new edition, those are written under my, my first pen name, Kath, well, actually my second pen name, Catherine, <laughs> Catherine A. List, which those of your list. a lot of secret identities. It's true. Um, <laughs> and I change in telephone booths all the time. Oh, fun. <laughs> those of your readers who are into wordplay may have noticed by now that Catherine A. List is a pun on Catalyst. But I I started using it because when those books were first published, my sons were still minors. As soon as they turned 18, one of them is here today, he's 29 now. As soon as they turned 18, I stopped using the pen name. Right. So that was the rationale. Because they, as minors, couldn't really consent to exactly so. all the public scrutiny that having a sex-positive parent... Exactly so. I wanted them to be able to choose their own boundaries around that. And in fact, both of them chose to share that information fairly freely. But if they had chosen... What to, if they'd rebelled and turned Republican or something? That's right. They, oh, yeah. they could have. They could have become Marines. They could have become yeah. priests. Uh, you know, thank God they haven't. But they, they, they could have. And, and I would not have wanted my career choices to be an obstacle for them right. in that. Um, so that was why I made that choice. Right. Tell us about your new publishing house, Beyond Binary Books. Beyond Binary Books is another publishing company that I've founded, and it is for books that do not fit into conventional categories. When I tried to send Girl Fag out, it was too queer for the straight publishers and too straight for the queer publishers, and it just wasn't finding a home with someone who loved it. Oh. Um, yeah, because they're all trying to think about big profits and what's our target yes. demographic. Yes, and... exactly so. And so I'm, I'm trying to find books that slide between any categories, categories of gender, orientation, race, age, anything that is not going to easily find a home in a publisher that has a, a well-defined list. That's what Beyond Binary is for. And sliding between things is so lovely anyway. It is. Nice and slippery. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I thought about liminal press, but too many people didn't know what liminal meant. But that's that's right. what I'm looking for. The forward. space between. Yes. Well, let's also talk about binaries and one of the reasons that you might want to choose binary as a name. Yeah. I decided I had to do Beyond Binary when I told it to a friend of mine who was in my master's program, and she said... When I hear the phrase beyond binary, I think of you. That's just your phrase. I say, okay, I I have to go with that. Most people live in a world that's very black and white. There's male and female. There's in and out. There's conservative and and liberal. liberal. Republican and Democrat. And And good and bad. Yes, all of those. And what those are is an excuse to stop thinking. Because Mm -hmm. once you've given something a nice, neat label, you can stop thinking about it. 
I don't like to let people do that. Gay or straight. Gay, there, bingo. Vanilla or kinky. <laughs> <laughs> and I just am very drawn to things that don't let people stop thinking because they've made a category and snapped off. Right. So that's the kind of book I'm and looking for. And redefining themselves, yeah. too. I mean, so many people are like, oh, this is totally who I am. And then you're like, are you sure? Because you might not be next week or this evening. Yeah. One of my favorite, favorite stories came from... Um, a gay leather man I know who identifies as a top and he was in a bar flirting with the bartender who was also flagging top and at some point during their conversation the bartender reaches into his left hand pocket takes the hanky out and shifts it into his right hand pocket is that the hottest thing you ever heard (laughs) (laughs) well tell okay so for the people in Kazakhstan who don't understand the the hanky code the hanky code is a way that you can signal what you're into by the color of the hanky and whether you want to give or receive by which side you wear the hanky on so for translation the bartender by flagging in his left pocket was saying that he was a top also but when he switched over into his right hand pocket he was communicating that for this friend for my friend he would be willing to bottom that night isn't that cute so I mean there's some people who think well I I can only top and that that's who I am but you know when you have that fluidity there there's so much more fluidity is what we're about fluidity was another word that I considered for naming the press but that's the kind of thinking and the kind of material <laughs> we're looking for and we have a website at beyondbinarybooks.com if anybody is working on a book that they think might be a good fit exciting well I know that you're just about to do another reading for Girl Fags I so. am indeed so thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today thank you Janet Hardy Bye-bye now. You can subscribe to Sexploration with Monica on iTunes and have new episodes delivered automatically. Or download free podcasts at sexplorationwithmonica.com.